Welcome to Under Exposure, Episode 1, a podcast for creatives by creatives, hosted by Ian Harrington, Manny Aqua, and me, Carrie Helton. Under Exposure is a, a project that Ian, Manny, and myself have been tossing around for a little while. We've wanted to create a podcast for some time uh, in the digital media space. We all have separate disciplines within digital media, but there's a ton of overlap and a ton of issues that we wanted to um, address and bring to a wider audience. So um, Ian, Manny, and myself have worked together on a number of different projects for all kinds of uh, brands and, and different businesses here in San Diego. And we wanted to create a place where we could come together and talk about our challenges collectively and some of the creative solutions uh, that we've been able to uh, bring to those challenges. And uh, before we dive into the content on this first episode, we're going to introduce you guys to us and the podcast. So uh, first and foremost, welcome guys. And hey, hey. Uh, how's it going? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked to be here. Um, we've been, you know, trying to get this going. We think it's a really uh, important time to create a podcast for creatives, by creatives that, um, you know, helps people that are coming up in the industry, as well as just connect with those that are already established. Um, like Carrie mentioned, we're uh, all from different disciplines that overlap a little bit. And I think that's one of the the really cool things about digital media is that all of us can learn some level of expertise in another part of our realm, and it just makes us that much better as a, a creative entrepreneur. Um, I am a cinematographer by trade. I run an agency. Uh, I've been doing both for uh, about five plus years. Um, I'm a, a Really excited to learn from this group as well as um, uh, give out any information that I, I think is valuable. It, it's such a critical time now with what's going on for all of us to stay connected and um, also just learn at what's what's a hot topic, like what can put those, those dollars in our bank account um, as well as help us create better forms of media. So um, yeah, with that, I'm... I'm I'm ready to jump into the conversation, but I know we got a couple more intros. Definitely, definitely. Can't miss out on me. I'm just kidding. Hey, everyone. My name is Emmanuel Aqua. Um, I am, I would call myself a visual strategist, uh, producer and owner of Aqua Photography Studios, where uh, our specialty, my specialty is commercial photography for brands, as my colleagues mentioned, here in Southern California. Um, since I was a young kid in high school, I would also I would always find myself uh, carrying a camera to capture sporting events, um, the winter formal prom, you know, all the events that I could kind of make a story, develop some sort of shed, shed some light on a certain topic. I always felt that appealing. I always felt a certain attraction to that. And also getting my hands on the software that was available during these programs uh, at you know, since high school. Moving forward, graduated high school. I worked as a manager for Cricket Wireless and began um, that experience in the retail world, which kind of like helped me with the customer service skill set, which is really, really important to have. Um, and it was one of my birthdays, I believe, where my girlfriend at the time, which is now my wife, she kind of reopened my eyes by gifting me a camera, a Sony camera, a, A3000, I believe it was one of the first ones. So I'm going pretty, pretty back, um, small sensor, you know, but basically it helped me refocus uh, on what I, what had been my, my past, my, my history, my, my essence, so to, so to say, and my purpose. So fast forward to today, I have had the great opportunity to rub shoulders with my peers, along with other great experts and professionals in the industry that are also taking this seriously and that love the passion and have a great um, connection with the craft and want to actually move this, move our craft to the next level on a collaborative concept to to help others and, and spread awareness. And um, my name again is Kerry Helton, and I have been in the digital media space for about five years. 
Um, I can trace my creative spark back to uh, my childhood as well, just being able to kind of naturally draw uh, anything that really came to mind. Uh, one of those weird just kind of gifts that people get, I guess. Um, I've always just been able to kind of naturally uh, draw and sketch and, and paint and pretty much any multimedia art um, I was just naturally drawn to. And um, as I continued kind of down my path in life, I put the creative uh, stuff on the back burner and just thought, you know, there was another another path for me. Um, so eventually I was brought back to the, the creative uh, path um, by working on a uh, independent clothing line with uh, a good friend of mine and part business partner. And we worked on developing uh, a brand, you know, for the first time in, in my life, I had, you know, been immersed in this um, creative development process um, for a fledgling brand. And we took that to heights I never could have imagined for that brand. And then that led me to my second independent clothing line. And that brought me to a point where I was kind of out of my element. I was able to design the um, graphics for the clothing and I could do um, the other kind of digital media needs from a design standpoint, but I wasn't able to produce photography and videography. So um, instead of farming that work out, I made an investment in um, some equipment and an investment in myself and got uh, to a point where I was able to produce photography and videography on my own. Um, that's where I met um, Ian and Manny. And fortunately, I've had them as kind of guides on this path. Um, to help me develop my skills. And now I work with, you know, uh, very large brands uh, doing uh, videography, photography, graphic design, and web design. Um, and again, that brings us all back to where we are now, uh, working together in a collaborative setting. So that brings us to our the meat of this episode, which is the Rona. Yeah, the Epis Rona. Episode the Rona. One, the Rona. So, yeah, essentially, a hot topic of discussion for sure. Hundred yeah. percent. Right now, you know, it is, uh, you know, April twenty twenty. We are in the thick of the coronavirus pandemic in the United States, um, and the creative industry as a whole has taken a massive hit um, from the the you know economy essentially shutting down. Um, our clients having to you know, restrict their marketing budgets and us not being able to be on set with, you know, talent and uh, crew and all of the things that are just another day in the office for us uh, have been really constricted and, um, you know, obviously present major challenges uh, for us and our, our space as a whole. So we just kind of wanted to chop it up with you guys about how we've been uh, responding to the pandemic, how uh, the industry and our peers have been responding to the pandemic, and hopefully, you know, giving some insight into how we've been able to negotiate those obstacles and, and move past uh, some of those challenges that have been presented to us. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a, a critical time for, again, people of our, our skill set to kind of um, show how it's affecting us individually and then our perception on on our individual industries right because it's um, and overcoming it and overcoming that yeah or or adapting to it adapting. I, you know i think um if you're if you're not able to adapt now you're not necessarily going to be out of the job but you're probably missing a curve that's going to be a new uh starting point for for brands right like there's we, we're now going through this revolution that uh, probably hasn't occurred in a digital media space because digital media hasn't been around that long. So it's uh, like Carrie said, it's it's really it it's awful what's happening, but it's also pretty unique and, and interesting to talk about uh, with other creatives about how we're going to adjust. No, I totally, totally agree, guys. Um, as far as like people in the industry that I've seen taking action, um, some industry leaders that I follow, uh, for example, a, a good reaction that I saw was Tim Tatter. Um, he's a, 
big, big commercial photographer, sports photographer. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, recall him, but he started this movement, uh, which is Art for Assistance. And that's only in the photography sector where um, this movement was uh, printing out 100 photos and selling them for $100 each. And we're talking about photographers that are that are big, like big names in the industry. And and it already has been like a spread of like almost like this Rona spread, but but in a positive way, you know, it's it's trickled down. It's it's been doing this wave effect to other photographers and they're on they're on this mission to raise about a million dollars, you know, so that's that's a really big impact for the industry to keep our our working hands, you know, that we're talking about uh, sets being closed, like all these people that are trying to eat, you know, that they, they just want to keep keep active and keep the hopes up, you know, keep that dream alive. For sure. So say. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's something that applies to the situation and us as creatives in the digital media space, but that also applies to, you know, businesses at large and, and honestly, just us as human beings. Right. And that's that chaos creates opportunity in a lot of cases. Um, and fortunately us being kind of open-minded individuals in the space have been able to spot those opportunities and, and capitalize on them. Right. Um, so, uh, for instance, you know, we've had to find, um, setting, you know, first, First and foremost, we've had to find clients with projects that we can do in a setting that is either at home or remote and away from other, other individuals. Uh, and respectively, we've all been able to do that. Um, so me personally, I had to, you know, as soon as this started happening, I had to make a pivot and start reaching out to clients and seeing what was available, you know, over the next 30, 60, 90 days, uh, for me to, to facilitate, um, that was, that didn't involve a set that, you know, that didn't involve being around a whole bunch of people. Um, and what I was able to uncover was there was a need in the real estate, you know, uh, real estate videography market where people needed virtual walkthroughs and, and things of that nature. So I was able to book those guys out. Uh, there was also a new demand for, uh, live stream conferencing, right? So being able to, uh, instead of, you know, having a live event, you're doing a live stream event where uh, people are attending remotely. Um, so there was an opportunity there. And so being able to, you know, find the opportunity in the chaos um, is something that instead of, you know, as opposed to kind of resting on your laurels, crossing your fingers and hoping this is going to blow over, um, that's the approach that I think all three of us have been able to take and not only uh, survive in this climate, but kind of thrive in it, right? Uh, you yeah. Know, it, yeah. It's, uh, Ian, are, what opportunities have, have you seen that uh, have kind of sprung from the chaos? Yeah, I, I'd say opportunities and also like direction that I've been seeing specifically film and videography going mm -hmm. would be uh, one, like you're saying, live streams, um, live events now being taken to um, a, a digital platform. So concerts, um, uh, presentations, entire conferences are now going to be put onto um, a live event format. Um, and then also that stretches out to uh, social media. Um, this kind of like collab uh, mentality, which is starting to really thrive. You'll see a lot of it. I mean, for me, if I open up my Instagram now for the, the, um, the head guys that I follow there, they're constantly talking with other creatives through the Instagram live platform, which is really interesting. Um, and you can get a lot off of that where prior you would, you know, you might follow a really good cinematographer and a really good photographer, but you would more than likely never get them in the same room together because everybody's super busy. Right. Um, but now you have this ability, and this isn't even something that's like a monetary gain. It's like a, um, just a knowledge thing, you know. Um, like I, I think a lot portion. of this, yeah, like, like you were saying before, I, I think being aware that the industry is changing in the sense of how we're going to make money is important, but it's also how the connectivity 
is being affected by us as creatives is equally as important. Um, so that's, that's a few things. I've been shooting a lot of product. Manny and I have been shooting a lot of product together, um, uh, doing more consulting work, shooting things at a very low, low crew uh, amount has sometimes worked. I, I don't think, you know, I think that's a, another topic, but like what people are doing, I, I think people are just starting to get comfortable with that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to touch on one of the things you said in it, it's funny, like with the Instagram live thing, it's, it's kind of forced people, um, to put a, to put a face to the name of a lot of brands oh, definitely. that, yeah. that I had, you know, I hadn't seen before until, uh, you know, we were forced into, you know, a quarantine scenario and people yeah. were, you know, everybody, it's, I feel like everybody took to Instagram live or, you know, especially, but even, you know, other live platforms. Um, but man, with the Instagram live, there are so many accounts that I follow, uh, that I'm genuinely interested in and love the content they produce, um, that I had never seen a person, you know, behind that brand. And now all of a sudden they're, there's these live videos and it's like, oh man, this is the person who runs the brand that I've been following for so long. And now I've got a face with the brand and, and that's kind of cool, but, um, it's forced people into this, uh, this connectivity, uh, you know, through the channels that have always existed for us or that, you know, in recent years have ex existed for us. Uh, but now they're really starting to leverage those and it's, it's almost out of force. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool because like I've been able to directly talk to people at companies that I never I don't think they would have, you know, given me the time of day, you know, like 100%. Shout, like shout out to fucking Kino Flow and Convergent Design. <laughs> like I I put a couple posts up recently and tagged them and they like reached out directly to me and saying like, oh, that's really cool. And I think that's another aspect is like people and brands now through social media because of what's going on will give you the time of day. Mm. They will actually talk back to you, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing about what's going on, but it it's happening and that's, that's fucking awesome. Well, it sounds, it sounds like that's, if that's affected your experience in a super positive way with those brands, you know, that interaction, it sounds like a, a super positive thing. Uh, and I, I think brands are going to see that they should be doing more of that. More interaction, uh, yeah. more direct, 100%. like hundred percent reaching yeah, out. It's, it's a perfect, uh, I'm reading this book right now, the entrepreneur roller coaster. And there's a quote in there. It's perfect. It's like, it's the end of the industrial revolution. It's hello, the connected age, you know? So that's right. right. That it's, you make the adjustment. And, and you move forward, you know, because that's that's the, the that's the shift or the pivot that you're talking about. And w just one more thought on this, you know, the brands uh, brands have learned now that the real way to move individuals is through creating that kind of emotional connection with them, right? Um, right. And the more of the one-on-one uh, -on -one interaction, the you know personal engagement that goes on, I think the the more return they're going to see on that investment. Um, so definitely I've, I've had a similar experience Ian, with some, you know, some brands and some individuals, uh, on social media that I didn't think were within reach that have inter engaged and interacted with me and have doubled, tripled, quadrupled my, you know, enthusiasm for that, for that yeah. brand or, or individual. So uh, super good takeaway from that, man. Yeah, it kind of humanizes things, right? Like everybody, everybody wants to be able to talk to like their brand, and you've never been able to do that before. So um, now's the time, you know. If you're a creative, I think, and you have somebody that you follow too that you really are like intrigued by their work or want to collab, like just straight up hit them up, DM, reach throw, out, yeah, yeah just throw out a throw out. out a DM, and they'll probably get back to you. And if they don't, you know, whatever, but like now's your chance to, to get in there or those live chats, you know, mm -hmm. just like throwing out questions, in live chats. I totally agree. Yeah. One other thing, you know, that, that's, that also kind of, uh, uh, comes on the heels of another point that, uh, comes to mind. And that's that right now is the time for reaching out. Right now is the time for us, especially to be proactive about 
engage not only engaging with uh you know peers in the space but with clients you know right now yeah. is the, right now is the time to reach out and and open up that channel of communication and to over communicate uh, with our clients about how we can be of service to them even though we're under heavy constraints and we may be restricted on you know resources or personnel or you know even with their ability to pay us right and how to negotiate um that kind of uncharted water situation where it's yeah. like all of a sudden a person who was a uh just amazing paying client you know never had a late payment never had to you know break anything up into crazy installments that type of thing how do we now continue to serve them um with you know all these different restrictions but uh obviously the overarching point there being uh to over communicate i'll tell you how how you gotta <laughs> you gotta find you gotta find problems uh -huh. you gotta ask questions and you right. gotta be resourceful yeah 100 yep. percent, man all three of those yep. um and, and, and when you ask those questions, you solve them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, otherwise, or, otherwise. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you're right, Manny, the, you can't solve a problem if you don't identify it first. Right. So if you dig in and identify the major challenges that have been presented to you from this, you can start to work on solutions for those things. And when you do that, you can go to a client and not just say, man, we are getting our asses kicked by this, 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 and this. You can say, hey, these are the challenges that we have right now. And these are the solves that we've come up with, you know, at our agency or our group or, you know, to to mitigate the effects of, of whatever the challenge is, right? Yeah. And it all goes back to how do you get to that? How do you get to that position? by what Ian was saying, you reach out to the industry peers, you strengthen your network, you you connect 100%. with people, you know, just people are already online, just just jump and take that first step into initiative and, and reach out. 100%. Yeah. So being proactive on the client side, and also being proactive on the on the network side, and, you know, resource side, no, yeah, definitely. I want to add another point there, there might be some like factor that might limit some people they're like, well, yeah, you know, I, I can reach out, I can do this and that, but what about like, I don't feel like my skills are strong enough. Well, mm. this is another great time, you know, to to hone down and educate yourself about something that has caught your interest while, you know, you, you've been so busy all this time, you've never had the actual chance to refine your post-production skills or actually hone down on your portfolio or a new demo reel, new spec work that you wanted to work on. So this is actually that time also to leverage and weigh out, you know, let me learn some new stuff. Let me uh, stay connected and, and let me be prosperous for the future. Massive, massive yeah. point. Massive so point. So true. Yeah, learning, learning a new skill now, I think is important as well as just like going back and re-honing skills you may have like, I mean, everybody's busy, right? And we're always kind of like utilizing those skills on set. Um, but then when you have this downtime, you kind of like look over your footage, be like, oh, that was off a little bit, or mm -hmm. I could improve that here. Like I've definitely gone back in the last couple weeks and just been touching up like super minute things. But, you know, in that, in that creative world, it says like three extra degrees at the end that, that will elevate you right and, yeah. and and separate you from somebody else and um not taking the time to just like sit back and be like oh yeah things are gonna get better it's like well probably other guys are who are a level below you right now are they surpassed you yeah they're 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 trying to learn the skills that you have so not that this is a a rat race or anything right. like that but it's um it's important you're right it's really important right now to kind of keep that motivation train going yeah, so Definitely. it all it all kind of comes down to how are you spending this time? You know, are are you are you sharpening the axe? Are you digging in on you know an area where maybe you were lacking before um, in in your respective discipline? You know, are are you using this time to better yourself, your network, your business, or are you on pause right now? And I think the the lesson here is that if you're on pause there are about a million of your competitors 
that are digging in and you know sharpening the axe and getting more skilled and creating a, a larger gap between them and you. Totally. Let, let me drop a butter cutter right here real quick. Drop that butter cutter. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> you know, creatives, creatives need to keep creating mm-hmm. and getting better at sharing their message and not being afraid to get out there. You know, just that bottom line, you know, stop, yeah. stop being afraid. hundred mm-hmm. yeah. percent, man. And I think that's translatable to also brands, right? Like, like you're saying, Carrie, there, there's a million brands out there. And if you're a brand and you're not utilizing the aspects of social media we're talking about, um, pivoting yourself to still continue digital advertising, your competitor is already doing that. And you can see that it's so, it's so um, recognizable in all the ads we're constantly seeing right now. You know, everybody's coming out with these like coronavirus, stick together, happy ads. And, and, and some are good, some are, you know, th- there's an obvious trend, but it's, um, it's, pretty, it's pretty clear that the big guys are doing it. So if, if you're not as a brand, you are missing out on yeah, missing money, out. On, money on the table. Yeah, Ian, I think you make an excellent point, man. And, you know, what we're, what I think brands need to realize that we can see from a creator's perspective, um, they, there's a massive opportunity cost that is associated with shrinking your marketing budget or, you know, your content production budget or, uh, you know, whatever that, that budget looks like for a, a brand or a company. There's a real danger in letting off the gas right now because what the, what the smart money is doing in the space right now is doubling and tripling down on those assets because they know everybody else is going to be shrinking away from that. So what we're going to, what we're going to experience and, and already are experiencing, like you guys were saying from brands who are, are really invested in this is that they are swallowing up market shares in the attention space of their audience. So they are aggressively attacking you know, markets where they know they can grow their business um, from a, a marketing and advertising side. Um, and all of the brands who were doing well uh, or gaining momentum or traction, the ones who were experiencing that and shrunk have now lost ground and will continue yeah. to lose ground to the companies who are pivoting and adjusting and adapting to the situation and committing even more to the to the digital media space. Um, so again, you know, we've talked about this a little bit before and have even likened it to the stock market, right? So the the scared money is selling, and the people who are going to have an exponential jump in wealth are buying Buy more and more of you know safe you know safe funds that that will come back right so the same things happening in in our space um there are guys who are operating from a place of fear and deciding not to make the investment on digital media and conversely there are those who see the opportunity in the chaos right now and are doubling and tripling down uh on content production obviously in a safe way but still you know keeping and increasing that momentum uh, that they've created with digital media. Yeah, and like the examples that people are creating to fill that gap aren't like, you know, we, we mentioned live stream and, and those things, but that's not the core of what cool creatives are doing. They're mm-hmm. like, I saw an amazing Honda ad, which I'll post on here, that was shot entirely at home, right? And they just mm-hmm. used a, a little model car to do it. Um, and it, it's really well done, and it, mm-hmm. it, it's going to hit that market. Um, and then there's other brands that are going through um, this kind of following concept where everybody, you know, is doing this like let's stick together connectivity thing. Um, mm-hmm. And that, as creators, we need to, while there is an opportunity for us to create media here, 
there are still trends. There are still mm -hmm. rights and wrongs and things that are getting overplayed. A another thing I'll post on here is a link to this really cool uh, New York Times columnist made this ad called We Are a Brand. And it, it's kind of a hoax ad. And it, it when you watch it, you'll get it because it really hits on all the formula that's being made by these brands of being like, we're Coca-Cola, we want you to stay connected and, and things like that. So be aware as a creator that there's, like we're saying, a, an opportunity cost for a brand and they're looking to create content, but be aware that you don't have to do the same thing that everybody else is doing and it actually opens up this whole new avenue for being creative, right? Like this, this agree, whole new world is now open for us to be like, Use your imagination. And those big brands before may have been like, dude, we have a million dollar budget. Why are we going to make let you do stop motion in your house? Now, <laughs> now they're like, fuck yeah, send that shit over. That looks right, right. that looks dope. Like we'll that put that shit on, on right. national TV. You shot it on a cell phone, I don't care. Put it up. Yeah. It and looks so, dope. Right. It, 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 it's, it's so, again, it's like the uniqueness of this environment is awful because it's created by this you know, terrible virus. But it's a it's a it's a spark for the creative um, uh, world. Open the like, gates. Yeah, like let's let's push boundaries. Let's let's show brands that we can create content in a meaningful but unique method. Yeah, I, I agree. In uh, and Carrie, I think there is definitely like this. The entrepreneurs and these brands um, have to expand their vision uh, by like by adapting to these new market trends and also learning to adjust uh, the wave because there are good trends like you mentioned Ian, but there's some that just won't make the cut. And as a brand or an entrepreneur, you put you could get swallowed by it because of things, how fast they spread, you know, AKA this virus too, but it, it relates to almost in the digital space as well. You know, things go quickly and they move quickly and they spread rapidly as well. But, uh, yeah. You touched on another point where the the coming coming together within the industry community, the inclusion practices while we are away, and forming those stronger relationships with your peers definitely is the key to success for all of us right now. Because it will, you guys have mentioned it, I think once or twice before already it, during this podcast. It's together as a whole, we are definitely stronger. And, and I take, you know, I take the, the challenge uh, to be even more creative in, in, in this situation, you know, under the, the, the shadow of the Rona, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I take that shit personally, right? I take that challenge personally as a creative. It's like, okay, you know, you used to have all of these things, right? You used to have all of these resources and all these toys and, you know, now you have a very limited number of those things to work with, right? What can you make from it, That's right? right? What can, yeah. can you still can you still make worthy creative content from horse shit resources? And if <laughs> and, and and if you can, That's a fact. And if you can, then you are the level of creative that you think you are. If totally. if now if now because all of your toys are gone and all you know all of your resources are gone can and can you hack it and if you can't maybe you find a different fucking line of work <laughs> right <laughs> to, to be a, no, shutting I'm, I'm, shit I'm, down in the first yeah. episode <laughs> i'm getting very <laughs> aggressive right now <laughs> like, you can't cut it <laughs> maybe you weren't meant for the creator <laughs> i mean but you are you are saying facts though like because yeah. the industry is is definitely like turning their heads towards creatives and like our industry and expect us to definitely like turn something from like you're saying from shit into gold you know where 100 where it's like take this idea and you, you're you're creative right like you take photos right you do videos right like mm -hmm. just do it like it's like and if you can't do it you can't adapt honestly that's where it's at you know like you gotta you gotta learn to get have these conversations with people that are expecting shit like this, it's that market adjustment. It's move move forward, get yourself on on point, on game, and 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 go with it. And that's that's where the opportunity is, Manny. That is where the opportunity is because people are 
again, we've all experienced this over the course of the past two months. People still need this work. There are companies, there are brands who are still reaching out to us on the daily shit more now so than maybe before, Yeah, you know, because of these new evolved needs, right? Right. So pe people are going to continue to reach out because this work is needed. And this is where the opportunity is. And I encourage anybody who thinks any creative who thinks they're worth their salt as a creative to commit to something and then follow through on it that maybe you don't don't 100% know how to do or i so i don't want to frame this wrong right i don't want to tell somebody to say hey <laughs> if you've never picked up a camera before Market yourself as a professional. I will literally take, do anything if you point at me like, <laughs> you're going to do so, this. <laughs> so that that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you, if, if something is in your wheelhouse and you have the capacity to do it and to do it well, but it may scare you a little, I encourage you to commit to it and then follow through on it. You know, do, do the legwork, figure out where you might get tripped up on it, but then go do it right um especially in the capacity of like client work the path to success is a shitty path but i mean it it will give you all the benefits all the reaping benefits will come once you pass those shitty steps you know that and the shitty steps is like you're already passionate you already love the craft you already love this like it's it won't be shitty it, it will be for other people, it might be shitty, but for you, it's just another step to take to get towards that, you know, ultimate goal, ultimate passion, etc. And, and that's, you know, again, Manny, you make you make a great point is to, uh, you know, when you're talking about little steps forward or committing to things that, you know, we as professionals may think are daunting, um, a good perspective to have on that is to look back at how far you've come, you know, and where you were when you started and how jacked up and dumb looking the first things you, you know, yeah. as humans, we forget that shit becomes a blur. Right, right. But but you have to you have to give yourself permission to suck at something again, Definitely. you know, and to yeah. be like, okay, this first one probably isn't going to be the masterpiece I want it to be. But it will put me on the right trajectory you know, to be able to do this, um, on, on the professional level that I expect for myself. Right. Yeah. So, so give your word on something, keep it, follow through, uh, and, you know, continue to create new channels for, for your business. Right. Put yeah. And I, I think make it possible. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I think the trajectory is a really good word too, and can kind of help us, you know, pivot in what we're talking about. Like we all have, a trajectory in our mind of what we want to create and also what's happening I think at this point are um, media outlets as well as just um, uh, manufacturers of, of uh, equipment Let, let's say for film equipment what I'm seeing a lot of now is I, I get ads every day from B&H photo trying to sell me live stream shit because mm -hmm. they know that is where the trend is. And, and they while, know that you've been talking about that too. <laughs> right. And I, and I think it's powerful that one, the, we should, yeah, we should pivot and we should do things, but also be aware that if, if you're being pushed in a direction, you don't have to go that direction. If mm -hmm. live stream isn't your thing, you don't have to do that. Like right. we're, while we're in this world of live events, I think it's also dangerous for us to say, that's what we as creatives are limited to. And that's what mm -hmm. I, I think before in, in, in showing those ads is that if you have a different idea, now is the time to, to stand up and be like, well, I, I don't wanna do that. I, I got this other thing going on that I think will work. And, th and that's powerful too, because before you really couldn't do that. Everybody was like, you gotta shoot 4K, you gotta do this, you gotta have a gimbal, you gotta mm -hmm. do everything else that everybody's doing. And, um, I think we can get stuck a little bit in, in that sense, you know, hundred percent, dude, we're, we're in the creative solutions business. Yeah. Right. That, that is what we do. Like we have to solve for a ton of micro problems, you know, that, that all connect to this larger picture that result in a production that, that we make, that we create. Right. So, so 
it right now is the time for creative problem solving. Live streaming is one solution. Yeah. Is mm -hmm. a sing is a single solution yeah. to a, a you know a problem that a lot of our clients are having right now. But like that ad you were talking about, using a freaking toy car to do oh, yeah, it's a, insane. An, an actual ad and and it working and it looking amazing. Yeah. That that guy or girl who was in that room and said, Hey, I've got, I've hear me out, <laughs> hear yeah. me out. I'm going to say something that sounds crazy, but this is a solution I think would work. That person took a massive risk by speaking sure. up, you know, but it, at the end of the day, they, they came up with a, a massively successful, really awesome creative solution to the problem that was brought on by, you know, by what we're experiencing. So yeah. to your point, to your point in creative problem solving, uh, you know, do it right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I follow this photographer called Daniel or Daniel Hernandez dreamography, mm -hmm. he calls it. And I, mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys have been aware of those photographs where he's, um, he's mastered the craft of making you believe toys look real in his created mm -hmm. environments to where he's scraping foam, painting it, spraying down textures, sand, rocks, you know, the whole environment that it would take to actually do an aerial shot or do like maybe using the Lowa lens, the 24 millimeter probe lens to mm. use a, a different perspective, but actually just offering a creative solution to this, to this uh, problem, right? So that's definitely, um, some people have already been doing it and they are found by entities or companies. And, and then there is these people that come to the table with these ideas and get it done. So there's mm -hmm. also these, who, who am I going to be in the solution factor of sides as well? You know, right. Which touches on another point that we mentioned earlier, which was, you know, getting past the fear point, um, of your creative and getting it out to the world. Um, so David Hernandez is a great example of that Daniel. because Daniel, sorry, Daniel Hernandez is a great example of that because you never know whose eyes are on your work. Right? So if you, what, what may look like silly, you know, waste of time creative to somebody, which yeah. is, you know, I'm, I'm taking pictures of miniatures and making it look Whoa. like real life. This guy's you know, shooting for Disney, BMW, bro, he's shooting exactly. for big, big companies, bro. hundred percent. So to, to a layman, to somebody who may not be in our space, they're like, this guy belongs in an institution because yeah. he's taking pictures of action figures. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if, if, if Daniel Hernandez listened to the, to that, to that person, um, he, you know, and didn't put his work out there for the world to see, he wouldn't be approached by these massive brands to do this very specific and very creative work that he does. So again, it, it goes, it goes back to the point of take that fear point and throw it out the fucking window, do your creative stuff, you know, share it, share it with the world. And, you know, again, you never know whose eyes are on your work and what application it could have at a larger scale. Uh, you know, if, if somebody discovered that work and was like, man, this is the voice, this is the, the vision that, you know, we're looking for, for our creative, um, that could lead to massive opportunity for you as a creative. It turns you into the bacon rather than being the butcher because people will get slaughtered in this business. Make sure you're the Ooh, butcher. Butter cutter. Butter cutter. I feel like I need to be protecting my vital organs right now. <laughs> you said that, dog. Like, I you were, to, hey, you like, were talking about axes and knives over there. I was like, let me get inspired by the butcher. I feel like ready right now. Like, yeah, All man. right, man. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we've covered a ton here, guys. Um, and a lot of like really good stuff. I, I have gotten a lot out of this conversation. Um, and I really hope, uh, you know, everyone listening is, is, you know, getting the same, uh, from it. I, again, am so excited about being able to share a screen, uh, with my two bros here that have just a ton of industry experience and a ton of expertise in their fields. Uh, and I have personally, um, been able to do what I do, um, 
in my business because I know these two gentlemen. Um, so uh, at the, you know, towards the end of our uh, first episode here, uh, I'd like to cover some actionable takeaways, uh, some things that, that you can use right now to um, help with your craft and help with your business. Um, and, uh, and personal life, even if you want pers- to take it that, that life, deep, man, you yeah. know? I think one of the big things for myself in my work and I think can lead to a good actionable takeaway is you should do it like we're saying, be creative, create some content that you think is of, of your skill set. Um, but there, there are a lot of brands out there too and companies that are hurting. Uh, we as digital on, entrepreneurs, those of you out there that are listening, that are in the same field that we're in, in the same caliber, you can help support a brand for little to no cost if you are already established and set yourself up for success and being viewed as an industry leader. Um, you know, we, we did, Manny and I did a, a really great um, giving back kind of project where we shot uh, and filmed uh, a, uh, a restaurant that was providing food for local healthcare workers. And yeah. I think that was so rewarding for us in general that it wasn't about being paid. And it really brings you back to your roots of being like, this is why I do my job because I like it. One, uh, it's creative, but we, we also have a, a little bit of power right now in, in the world and that we can create these, these forms of media that can help companies be more robust and, and bounce back from from uh, what's going on. So I, I think that's one of the biggest actionable takeaways I can offer right now is it's not about the money. It, it's you got time and that is the most scarce resource we ever have. So use that super wisely now and, and try to help other people as well as yourself. I totally agree. Um, we did that um, in conjunction just like throwing our our passion out in as as a form of like time serving time you know giving back to the community and it just ties in this this coming together the inclusion practices that we're talking about we practiced all of our social distancing measures and wearing masks and wearing gloves while we were shooting and everything but um it still like it, it's it's all part of that building stronger relationships forming those relationships with people you already have contact with and that will definitely set a timestamp in someone's brain that will like moving forward it will be like hey i remember this person that got me through a tough time and you know he he never charged me for this and it, it, it can some people can say oh that's a negative thing but during this time in particular it's it's more of the message and the actional action that you're doing, you know, that that is going to get go further. 100%. And, you know, kind of building on that point, Manny, uh, I again, I, I keep looping back in my mind to being proactive right now. You know what I mean? It now is not the time to to rest on your laurels and, you know, hunk like hunker down and wait it out you know, don't Netflix and chill negative, you know, that is now, now is the time to be proactive, to over communicate, especially with clients, especially with, uh, you know, collaborators or peers in your space, uh, you know, find ways to better, you know, sharpen your skill set, uh, find new ways to serve your clients that maybe, you know, two, three months ago weren't in the picture for you, you know, but, but now maybe they are, you know, capitalize on those opportunities. Um, but overall, you know, be proactive, right? For sure. I agree, man. I agree. Awesome guys. Uh, well just, um, closing thoughts, like closing thoughts, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, again, like super glad that we could all get together and finally get this on, on camera and recorded. For listeners out there, it took us a while to get this situated. So I hope you appreciate everything that we're dishing out. Um, you know, it's it's not easy to to start a podcast. I think for creatives that are usually behind the camera, um, but I'm I'm more than stoked now to have uh, been doing this for the first time. 
Um, I think some things that we're thinking about doing in the future, that'll be cool. It won't be all of us just like telling you what to do and like pointing fingers at you. But, or what uh, we think. <laughs> or what we think. But, it, you know, I think we're thinking of doing like uh, interviews possibly, um, maybe some breakdowns from other projects that we're doing uh, during the, the Rona as well as before to give you some insight. You should check out all our social tags, which we'll put up. They'll probably be like here or here somewhere. And uh, that'll just include all of our, you know, check out our work. Um, we, we do pretty good work, and uh, hopefully you can give us a follow, and uh, we can show you a thing or two. Definitely. Uh, I think uh, what, what people can expect from future episodes, what, what I know people can expect from future episodes will be tips, knowledge, and entertaining hope for the future. Uh, stay safe, practice your craft, and think positive thoughts. And also subscribe to the Underexposure podcast coming to you on all platforms. <laughs> so like my comrades, I am just so pumped about the opportunity to talk with my favorite people in the industry about what is going on with us and and you know the business at large um but i am even more excited about what the future of this podcast uh holds for for um us and for our audience um at the end of the day we just want to do the best that we can to provide uh one uh an outlet for you to uh, be able to resonate with because I'll be real honest outside of our industry. A lot of people don't share our struggles. Um, so being able to, uh, talk with and listen to people who are in your same, you know, kind of boat, um, is always a nice thing to have around. But two, uh, we want to provide value, um, to everyone listening and it, be it, uh, you know, tips or tricks or insight or, hearing you know another perspective from an industry uh professional that we have on the show um we we just want to be able to provide value uh to you so if you could give us any feedback by uh commenting leaving a review uh shoot us an email shoot us a dm on on one of our um social media handles we'd love to hear back from you uh we we will get a ton out of the feedback and and we look forward to spending more time with you um and if anyone has a great topic for discussion that would like to be discussed, also, I would love, and I, these two here that are really dope at what they do as well, would love to know what that information is so we can digest it and just create some butter cutter concepts out of it. 100%, man. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So for episode one of Under Exposure, I'm Carrie Helton. Ian Harrington. And Manny Aqua. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.